Section four of Tarzan the Terrible by Edgar Rice Burroughs. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Don W. Jenkins. Chapter four Tarzan Jad Guru. As Tarzan and Omot clambered back to the vestibule of Panatli's cave and took their stand beside Taden in readiness for whatever eventually might follow the death of Esat, the sun that topped the eastern hills touched also the figure of a sleeper upon a distant thorn-covered step awakening him to another day of tireless tracking along a faint and rapidly disappearing spoor for a time silence reigned in the korul jaw the tribesmen waited looking now down upon the dead thing that had been their chief now at one another and now at omat and the two who stood upon his either side presently omat spoke i am omat he cried who will say that omat is not gund of korul ja he waited for a taker of his challenge one or two of the larger young bucks fidgeted restlessly and eyed him but there was no reply then omat is gund he said with finality now tell me where are panatli her father and her brothers an old warrior spoke panatli should be in her cave who should know that better than you who are there now her father and her brothers were sent to watch koryul lol but none of these questions arouse any tumult in our breasts there is one that does can omat be chief of koryul jaw and yet stand at bay against his own people with a hodan and that terrible man at his side that terrible man who has no tail hand the strangers over to your people to be slain as is the way of the wazdan and then may omat be gund neither tarzan nor taden spoke then but they stood watching omat and waiting for his decision the ghost of a smile upon the lips of the ape-man taden at least knew that the old warrior had spoken the truth the wazdan entertain no strangers and take no prisoners of an alien race then spoke omat always there is change he said even the old hills of pal-ul-don appear never twice alike the brilliant sun a passing cloud the moon a mist the changing seasons the sharp clearness following a storm these things bring each a new change in our hills from birth to death day by day there is constant change in each of us change then is one of jad ben otho's laws and now i omat your gund bring another change strangers who are brave men and good friends shall no longer be slain by the wazdan of koryul ja there were growls and murmurings and a restless moving among the warriors as each eyed the others to see who would take the initiative against omat the iconoclast cease your mutterings admonished the new gund i am your chief my word is your law you had no part in making me chief some of you helped esat to drive me from the cave of my ancestors the rest of you permitted it i owe you nothing only these two whom you would have me kill were loyal to me i am gund and if there be any who doubts it let him speak he cannot die younger tarzan was pleased here was a man after his own heart he admired the fearlessness of omat's challenge and he was a sufficiently good judge of men to know that he had listened to no idle bluff omat would back up his words to the death if necessary and the chances were that he would not be the one to die 
evidently the majority of the koryul giants entertained the same conviction i will make you a good gund said omat seeing that no one appeared inclined to dispute his rights your wives and daughters will be safe they were not safe while esat ruled go now to your crops and your hunting i leave to search for panatli aban will be gund while i am away look to him for guidance and to me for an accounting when i return and may jad ben otho smile upon you he turned toward tarzan and the hodan and you my friends he said are free to go among my people the cave of my ancestors is yours do what you will i said tarzan will go with omat to search for panat lee and i said Taden. omat smiled good he exclaimed and when we have found her we shall go together upon tarzan's business and Taden's. where first shall we search he turned toward his warriors who knows where she may be none knew other than that panat lee had gone to her cave with the others the previous evening there was no clue no suggestion as to her whereabouts show me where she sleeps said tarzan let me see something that belongs to her an article of her apparel then doubtless i can help you two young warriors climbed closer to the ledge upon which omat stood they were inside and odon it was the latter who spoke gund of koryul ja he said we would go with you to search for panat lee it was the first acknowledgment of omat's chieftainship and immediately following it the tenseness that had prevailed seemed to relax the warriors spoke aloud instead of in whispers and the women appeared from the mouths of caves as with the passing of a sudden storm insad and odon had taken the lead and now all seemed glad to follow some came to talk with omat and to look more closely at tarzan others heads of caves gathered their hunters and discussed the business of the day the women and children prepared to descend to the fields with the youths and the old men whose duty it was to guard them odon and insad shall go with us announced omat we shall not need more tarzan come with me and i shall show you where panat lee sleeps though why you should wish to know i cannot guess she is not there i have looked for myself the two entered the cave where omat led the way to the apartment in which essat had surprised panat lee the previous night all here are hers said omat except the war-club lying on the floor that was essat's the ape-man moved silently about the apartment the quivering of his sensitive nostrils scarcely apparent to his companion who only wondered what good purpose could be served here and chafed at the delay come said the ape-man presently and led the way toward the outer recess here their three companions were awaiting them tarzan passed to the left side of the niche and examined the pegs that lay within reach he looked at them but it was not his eyes that were examining them keener than his keen eyes was that marvellously trained sense of scent that had first been developed in him during infancy under the tutorage of his foster-mother kala the she-ape and further sharpened in the grim jungles by that master teacher the instinct of self-preservation from the left side of the niche he turned to the right omat was becoming impatient let us be off he said we must search for panat lee if we would ever find her where shall we search asked tarzan omat scratched his head where he repeated why all poliodon if necessary a large job said tarzan come he added she went this way and he took to the pegs that led aloft toward the summit of the cliff here he followed the scent easily since none had passed that way since panat lee had fled 
at the point at which she had left the permanent pegs and resorted to those carried with her tarzan came to an abrupt halt she went this way to the summit he called back to omat who was directly behind him but there are no pegs here i do not know how you know that she went this way said omat but we will get pegs insad return and fetch climbing pegs for five the young warrior was soon back and the pegs distributed omat handed five to tarzan and explained their use the ape-man returned one i need but four he said omat smiled what a wonderful creature you would be if you were not deformed he said glancing with pride at his own strong tail i admit that i am handicapped replied tarzan you others go ahead and leave the pegs in place for me i am afraid that otherwise it will be slow work as i cannot hold the pegs in my toes as you do all right agreed omat ta den insad and i will go first you follow and odon bring up the rear and collect the pegs we cannot leave them here for our enemies can't your enemies bring their own pegs asked tarzan yes but it delays them and makes easier our defence and they do not know which of all the holes you see are deep enough for pegs the others are made to confuse our enemies and are too shallow to hold the peg at the top of the cliff beside the gnarled tree tarzan again took up the trail here the scent was fully as strong as upon the pegs and the ape-man moved rapidly across the ridge in the direction of the koryul low presently he paused and turned toward omat here she moved swiftly running at top speed and omat she was pursued by a lion you can read that in the grass asked odon as the others gathered about the ape-man tarzan nodded i do not think the lion got her he added but that we shall determine quickly no he did not get her look and he pointed toward the southwest down the ridge following the direction indicated by his finger the others presently detected a movement in some bushes a couple of hundred yards away what is it asked omat is it she and he started toward the spot wait advised tarzan it is the lion which pursued her you can see him asked Taden. no i can smell him the others looked their astonishment and incredulity but of the fact that it was indeed a lion they were not left long in doubt presently the bushes parted and the creature stepped out in full view facing them it was a magnificent beast large and beautifully maned with the brilliant leopard spots of its kind well marked and symmetrical for a moment it eyed them and then still chafing at the loss of its prey earlier in the morning it charged the polyodonians unslung their clubs and stood waiting for the onrushing beast tarzan of the apes drew his hunting knife and crouched in the path of the fanged fury it was almost upon him when it swerved to the right and leaped for omat only to be sent to the earth with a staggering blow upon the head almost instantly it was up and though the men rushed fearlessly in it managed to sweep aside their weapons with its mighty paws a single blow wrenched odon's club from his hand and sent it hurtling against taden knocking him from his feet taking advantage of its opportunity the lion rose to throw itself upon odon and at the same instant tarzan flung himself upon its back strong white teeth buried themselves in the spotted neck mighty arms encircled the savage throat and the sinewy legs of the ape-man locked themselves about the gaunt belly the others powerless to aid stood breathlessly about as the great lion lunged hither and thither clawing and biting fearfully and futilely at the savage creature that had fastened itself upon him over and over they rolled and now the onlookers saw a brown hand raised above the lion's side a brown hand grasping a keen blade 
they saw it fall and rise and fall again each time with terrific force and in its wake they saw a crimson stream trickling down jaws gorgeous coat now from the lion's throat rose hideous screams of hate and rage and pain as he redoubled his efforts to dislodge and punish his tormentor but always the tousled black head remained half buried in the dark brown mane and the mighty arm rose and fell to plunge the knife again and again into the dying beast the polydonians stood in mute wonder and admiration brave men and mighty hunters they were and as such the first to accord honor to a mightier and you would have had me slay him cried omat glancing at insad and odon and jad ban otho reward you that you did not breathed insad and now the lion lunged suddenly to earth and with a few spasmodic quiverings lay still the ape-man rose and shook himself even as might jaw the leopard-coated lion of pal Udon, had he been the one to survive odon advanced quickly toward tarzan placing a palm upon his own breast and the other on tarzan's tarzan the terrible he said i ask no greater honor than your friendship and i no more than the friendship of omat's friends replied the ape-man simply returning the other's salute do you think asked omat coming close to tarzan and laying a hand upon the other's shoulder that he got her no my friend it was a hungry lion that charged us you seem to know much of lions said insad had i a brother i could not know him better replied tarzan then where can she be continued omat we can but follow while the spoor is fresh answered the ape-man and again taking up his interrupted tracking he led them down the ridge and at a sharp turning of the trail to the left brought them to the verge of the cliff that dropped into kor lull for a moment tarzan examined the ground to the right and to the left then he stood erect and looking at omat pointed into the gorge for a moment the wazdan gazed down into the green rift at the bottom of which a tumultuous river tumbled downward along its rocky bed then he closed his eyes as to a sudden spasm of pain and turned away you mean she jumped he asked to escape the lion replied tarzan he was right behind her look you can see where his four paws left their impress on the turf as he checked his charge upon the very verge of the abyss is there any chance commenced omat to be suddenly silenced by a warning gesture from tarzan down whispered the ape-man many men are coming they are running from down the ridge he flattened himself upon his belly in the grass the others following his example for some minutes they waited thus and then the others too heard the sound of running feet and now a hoarse shout followed by many more it is the war-cry of the kor lul whispered omat the hunting cry of men who hunt men presently shall we see them and if jad ban otho is pleased with us they shall not too greatly outnumber us they are many said tarzan forty or fifty i should say but how many are the pursued and how many the pursuers we cannot even guess except that the latter must greatly outnumber the former else these would not run so fast here they come said tadan it is anon father of panat lee and his two sons exclaimed odon they will pass without seeing us if we do not hurry he added looking at omat the chief for a sign come cried the latter springing to his feet and running rapidly to intercept the three fugitives the others followed him five friends shouted omat as anon and his sons discovered them aden and yo echoed odon and insad the fugitives scarcely paused as these unexpected reinforcements joined them but they eyed taden and tarzan with puzzled glances the kor lul are many shouted anon 
would that we might pause and fight but first we must warn Esat and our people yes said omat we must warn our people Esat is dead said insad who is chief asked one of anon's sons omat replied odon it is well cried anon panatli said you would come back and slay Esat. now the enemy broke into sight behind them come cried tarzan let us turn and charge them raising a great cry they pursued but three and when they see eight charging upon them they will think that many men have come to do battle they will believe that there are more even than they see and then one who is swift will have time to reach the gorge and warn your people it is well said omat idan you are swift carry word to the warriors of koryul ja that we fight the koryul lull upon the ridge and that aban shall send a hundred men idan the son of anon sped swiftly toward the cliff dwellings of the koryul ja while the others charged the oncoming koryul lull the war cries of the two tribes rising and falling in a certain grim harmony the leaders of the koryul lull paused at sight of the reinforcements waiting apparently for those behind to catch up with them and possibly also to learn how great a force confronted them the leaders swifter runners than their fellows perhaps were far in advance while the balance of their number had not yet emerged from the brush and now as omat and his companions fell upon them with a ferocity born of necessity they fell back so that when their companions at last came in sight of them they appeared to be in full rout the natural result was that the others turned and fled encouraged by this first success omat followed them into the brush his little company charging valiantly upon his either side and loud and terrifying were the savage yells with which they pursued the fleeing enemy the brush while not growing so closely together as to impede progress was of such height as to hide the members of the party from one another when they became separated by even a few yards the result was that tarzan always swift and always keen for battle was soon pursuing the enemy far in the lead of the others a lack of prudence which was to prove his undoing the warriors of koryul lull doubtless as valorous as their foemen retreated only to a more strategic position in the brush nor were they long in guessing that the number of their pursuers was fewer than their own they made a stand there where the brush was densest an ambush it was and into this ran tarzan of the apes they tricked him neatly yes sad as is the narration of it they tricked the wily jungle lord but then they were fighting on their own ground every foot of which they knew as you know your front parlor and they were following their own tactics of which tarzan knew nothing a single black warrior appeared to tarzan a laggard in the rear of the retreating enemy and thus retreating he lured tarzan on at last he turned at bay confronting the ape-man with bludgeon and drawn knife and as tarzan charged him a score of burly wazdan leaped from the surrounding bush instantly but too late the giant tarmangani realized his peril there flashed before him a vision of his lost mate and a great and sickening regret surged through him with the realization that if she still lived she might no longer hope for though she might never know of the passing of her lord the fact of it must inevitably seal her doom and consequent to this thought there enveloped him a blind frenzy of hatred for these creatures who dared thwart his purpose and menace the welfare of his wife with a savage growl he threw himself upon the warrior before him twisting the heavy club from the creature's hand as if he had been a little child and with his left fist backed by the weight and sinew of his giant frame he crashed a shattering blow to the center of the waz don's face a blow that crushed the bones and dropped the fellow in his tracks 
then he swung upon the others with their fallen comrades bludgeon striking to right and left mighty unmerciful blows that drove down their own weapons until that wielded by the ape-man was splintered and shattered on either hand they fell before his cudgel so rapid the delivery of his blows so cat-like his recovery that in the first few moments of the battle he seemed invulnerable to their attack but it could not last he was outnumbered twenty to one and his undoing came from a thrown club it struck him upon the back of the head for a moment he stood swaying and then like a great pine beneath the woodsman's axe he crashed to earth others of the koryul lull had rushed to engage the balance of omat's party they could be heard fighting at a short distance and it was evident that the koryul jaw were falling slowly back and as they fell omat called to the missing one tarzan the terrible tarzan the terrible jad guru indeed repeated one of the koryul lull rising from where tarzan had dropped him tarzan jad guru he was worse than that end of chapter four read by don w jenkins rancho san diego california shaggybark.blogspot.com